Oh, man. See, when I find something, then I copy the link. Uh-huh. And it's too much trouble for me to, like, do the right thing and bookmark it. Ah. So, what I decide to do, no, we can't be simple. I decide to copy it and then email it to myself. <laughs> Are you trying to share with me a highly unsuccessful process in hopes that you will infect my brain? I am John, Creative Director for Device Packaging. And I'm Jesse, Independent Graphic Designer specializing in packaging and branding. And you're listening to Clean Up on Aisle 9. But yeah, so so it does bring up that age-old designer quandary of like, you know, you get you get a client um and they have a desire to make a change. And how far do you take that change? What do you keep? What do you not keep? And we'll show you guys when you go on to um cleanup9.com. Okay, PBR. Paps Blue Ribbon. Right. Yep. All right. So now these guys have been around for a long time too. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad drank PBR. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He did. I remember seeing that around the house, you know. But back then. The time. Back then, it was just it was a it working was, man's beer. No, I know. But they referred, they didn't refer to it as PBR back then. Didn't they just yeah, refer Pabst. to Paps? Yeah. My, my dad called it Paps, and he would say it with the B. That was his brand. And, um, you know, it's funny. When I look at the pictures of my dad back in that, that day, you know, he's got a beard and a mustache and he's, you know, wearing some brown trousers and, you know, might have like a plaid shirt on. Oh yeah. And a PBR in his hand. I'm like, my dad was the original hipster. Yeah. They, like if they, he was they cool just, before... nothing changed. They just yeah. like, they resuscitate. And it's really weird to watch Look at a bunch of dudes walking around who look like your dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't oh, yeah. seem natural. But so I, I I looked up the stuff about Pabst, right? Right. This one was started by the- uh, Frederick Pabst, who arrived in the U.S. in 1848 in Chicago and married uh, the daughter of Philip Best, who owned the Best Brewing Company. Okay. And there's a good name for you. Best yeah. Brewing Company. Yeah. You can't. You can't, you can't mess go- with that. No, you can't. But you know what? They did. So, Best, Philip Best, the dad, retires to Germany in 1867. Pabst and some guy named Emil Schendein. Okay. Uh, he's the vice president of Best Brewery. All right. They transform it into one of the nation's largest brewers. Wow. Uh, capitalizing on, it says, among other things, the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 that destroyed 19 Chicago breweries. So they were like basically one of the only breweries that didn't burn down. Oh wow! And so then they became they, they kind yeah. of force gumped it. Remember, yeah, like, the, I know. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> it was like he was he he was away from the docks when the <laughs> right. big hurricane or whatever <laughs> came through. Then he sent lemon shrimp, coconut yeah. shrimp. Right. So wow. then, Paps in 1890 changes the name from Best Brewing Company. Okay. To Pabst. And where did Paps come from? That was his last name. So the deal, Frederick Pabst. So when you think about it, okay, so it was Best Brewing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm just going to, I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to assume you put your name on it, riff it, baby, and you got a blue ribbon. When you get a blue ribbon, you're best in category, right? Right. So you're paying homage to the. Maybe that's where that whole idea came from. Well, so what they were talking about was that there's this sort of like a controversy. He entered it in some fair, oh, and boy. he claimed to win a blue ribbon from the fair. Yeah. But then there was other people who went to that fair who were like, they didn't have any blue ribbons. They had a bronze award, but it wasn't given to any beers. Blah blah. blah. And so they don't know. But back in the day, 
when these guys were doing it, the beer was bottled and your name would just be embossed in the glass. Oh. They didn't have labels. He started right. taking satin ribbon. Oh. He cut a little stretch of blue ribbon and tie it around the bottle. Oh, that's cool. And so when that was in bars or anywhere oh, it was, would know people would see it and yeah. it stood out from the other bottles. Yeah. And so wow. then it became Blue Ribbon. So sales of Paps peaked at 18 million barrels in 1977. Um, they had four different CEOs in 1981. <laughs> wow. and, uh, and they just had more and more trouble. Basically, it was this brand that like nobody nobody really cared about yeah. aside from, like there was all the working guys like my dad right right and yeah. it took off and it was a cheap beer but then as cheap beers got better yeah right like the buds and the millers and they started to like carve out their niches and it killed more and more of the blue ribbon crowd oh sure i never saw it because when i was growing up on a ranch and when they were doing lunch there was you know there was soda pop and stuff but that someone would always bring like a couple 12 packs of some beer right and so we got to try some you know cold beer when we were kids or whatever oh you yeah know, in the corrals but it was olympia beer i, I, I don't okay I, but i'm sure that paps was around but so here's a little sidebar all right when i was going to college every sunday we would have um sunday midnight movies and it was put out to probably about 15 or 20 people on average we'd get 10 every sunday that would show up okay right. so we would pick out a movie and it was basically just an excuse to get together and shoot the sh- and, yeah. and drink right yeah so we would watch a, a movie put it on like at 12 and so it's like 1 30 quarter to two when that gets over right then if diehard people want to hang around was blue velvet you know the david lynch jesus that, yeah. okay wow you guys went dark we went dark but that one was like dennis hopper he's dennis like, hopper <sighs> he's a psycho yeah mommy Oh, that but, guy freaked me out. But we always had a couple twelve packs of Paps Blue Ribbon. This is back. This is back in the eighties, right? Because in the movie, yeah. he kidnaps this kid, and he's they need to pick up some beer. And he goes, you know, right. what kind of beer do you like? You know, and the kids all scared and so I, I don't know. Um, Heineken. He goes, Heineken. Fuck that shit. Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> and. <laughs> Seriously, and it, it was a it was a thing. You right, know, everybody like they loved the movie as dark and quirky as it was. Right. But if you ever went to watch, yeah, a David Lynch that. with yeah. Bluevel, someone would have fucking yeah. pops. We were sneak it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then fast, that's a good point. So you fast forward. Yeah. So, and but it I never if that caused part of the big revival, right? Well, it could, but you know, back then, it, you know, that was just kind of a deal. It was kind of like a novelty thing, right? But then when you get into the uh, like the hipster age, where you have the look for people, you know, especially mm. guys. Oh, you could tell that's a hipster. Yeah, he's got the jeans yeah. cuffed. This yeah, I'm whatever. Gonna, I'm going to peg that around 2004 or five, okay. something like that. Well, yeah. then all of a sudden it became PBR, right. and and the this crowd just started doing it, doing right. it enough where when we were working, our our biggest client was Anheuser Busch, and right. so we were doing all the packaging for Budweiser, Bud Light, whatever. Yeah, and they would say, whatever you do, do a design that's going to um, get people an audience engaged, like Paps Blue Ribbon. And it's right. it's like well I don't know and Paps Blue Ribbon that is never going to win a design award no nope. you know it's not well they might give award. themselves one <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's the hard thing to design to and they you you because as a designer you're right. thinking oh I got to somehow make it look like non design yeah yeah you know? yeah 
Yeah, it's very uh, industrial, kind of like. Yeah. Well, so and there's this great article, and I'll share it with you on the website, cleanup9.com. Cleanup9.com. Yeah. And there's this article in the Times that talks about this guy Neil Stewart, and he was 27. He joins Paps as a divisional marketing manager, and this is 2000, summer 2000. He starts going into these bars just to see who's drinking the beer. Uh And it's a lot of like uh, bike messengers. Oh, yeah. So bike messengers, punk rockers. Oh, yeah. You know, the the fringe. Right. And instead of doing what most bar reps will do, go in, start wanting to put the sign up everywhere, want to give everybody away all these things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Some merc. He just sits down and has, has a pibber. Because that's what you call it. It's not just PBR. It then became Pibber. It became Pibber? Pibber. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah amongst the, the hipster elite. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so he sits there. He has a Pibber and uh, is just telling the bartender about it. Just like, hey, you know, that's that's what I do or whatever. And, and he gives the bartender like a keychain or something. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> every one of those bike messengers and skaters and got to have that. Keychain key thing, yeah. right? They got to have the keychain. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's got T-shirts. Oh yeah. So he's got this swag, but he's not foisting on anybody. He's just like hey. this bag of swag. It's you know, it's cool if somebody likes PBR. And so he lets the bartender be the one who's kind of like telling these other guys when they come up to order another PBR. They're like, oh yeah, well hey, this guy works for them right there. And they're like, oh no, really? I like the beer. And he's like, oh yeah, you want a little keychain? That's cool. So it's totally grassroots marketing instead of hitting everybody over yeah. the head yeah it's just like he's like i'm the guy who cares stuff and he said quote i was mobbed wow everybody was going after this shit. yeah but then I mean, here's what was really smart about them they started getting this traction right, right. with these guys yeah and now this is according to another san francisco guy here a guy named alex uh, uh man i hope i'm i'm just gonna brutalize his name alex whippenfirth yeah, that sounds good. Whip it third? Mm-hmm. Whip it good? <laughs> yeah. Alex, whip it good <laughs> from Plan B. I don't think it's the birth control appeal, but he looks at brands a lot. And he wrote this book, and it's called Brand Hijack. Okay. And he's basically talking about how brands will really try to kind of like get out there and, and decide this is who we are. Right. But his view, I think, is more like, no, the the customers tell you what your brand is. Absolutely. Yep. Customers tell you who you are. Yeah. And so when PBR started to take off, uh-huh. all of a sudden they start getting approached. So Kid Rock's lawyer, because Kid Rock likes the PBR and wears the belt buckle, okay. starts sniffing around and asks for an endorsement deal. They're like, no thanks. Oh. Right? Yeah. So- this guy, Stuart, who was at the place, was really about like, no, look, don't don't mess with this. Right. We got this thing going. Yeah. It's word of mouth. Right. As soon as we start to blow it up into this big thing, it'll it'll lose its street cred. Exactly. It's yeah. it's a brand about street cred. I know. Yeah. And they recently had a whole design thing going. I'd be damned if I can find anything that they changed on the original. All they did was extend it out to some other flavors. Okay. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So they've got... And yeah. if you go on this packaging in the world, and I'll we'll but put this it, it on the side. It looks cool though, doesn't it? I mean, it. it and again, I'm kind of backtracking on what I said earlier. You know, some things that are kind of, um, kind of a little funky and a little off, all of a sudden after a while become kind of iconic and kind of cool looking. You know, right. it's like, wow, I want that on a shirt. You know, and I'm telling you, it's tough to do this type of a design because you have to 
you know, sometimes, you know, when you're working on stuff, you're looking for inspiration, you're looking for cool things, you know, and then, um, right, you know, just right, try right. to try to come up with something that's kind of, you know, it can be kinda, a little quirky and awkward and it's not retro. Like, I think that's the problem is a lot of these places not, try to make it retro. Yeah, it's not retro. And it's like, fake. you know, you'll see stuff out there that's just bad where they will take a, a script that is used for a catalog or whatever and they go oh let, i want to use that script on a beer or something like that and it just doesn't, right 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 that doesn't look good no no so here's the danger that i think they're running into here all right so we've got the, we've got the the pbr original can which looks pretty much um yep. the same uh-huh. uh it was super smart with these with these other three varieties they have a low calorie a non-alcoholic a near beer and a heavy Right. Of of those three, I I would say like the high alcohol probably makes some sense. Right? Is there a high alcohol one there? Yeah, the yeah. Heavy? And yeah. what do they call it? Uh it's it's called extra. And what's it's six so, point something? So they were smart. Inside the ribbon of, from the original it says Paps Blue Ribbon and then in tiny letters says beer. It's uh-huh. just beer. Yep. Then for the for the low calorie one, it's Paps Blue Ribbon Easy. Oh, okay. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Easy, okay. And they have Paps Blue Ribbon Non-Alk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, skip that. If you're going to drink water, drink water that doesn't taste like it's been through somebody. Yeah. Right? And then they got Paps Blue Ribbon Extra. So that one makes sense to me. Of the of the of of all of them, that one makes sense. And it's a black can. That's pretty badass. It does right? look pretty cool. Uh, and they were pretty smart in the way they designed it in terms of like, they changed that flourish from the original to leave room to center exactly what is the speciality of that particular flavor. Right. So here's the thing that bugs me. They're not just doing that. Look at this. They've got a Pabst Blue Ribbon Ginger Whiskey Mule. Right. A Pabst Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee. Yeah. Uh, they're just going down this f-ing road well, where that's, they're- that's what happens. They're See, that's... changing. But so, so those are a miss, but- Check out this. This is some weird ass, badass stuff. Talk about packaging. They made a 99 pack. Wow. <laughs> this thing is like yeah. a beer bazooka. No, I know. Look at that thing. Because you can't just drink one. I'm like, if you're going to say this is a cheap, so, badass beer for the working man, yeah. how about a, fuck a six pack? No. Yeah. It's like. How about a I, 99 pack? I wonder if that goes. Go ahead. Get this. <laughs> For 4th of July. Okay. They went even bigger. No. Dude. I thought this was like going to be I'm like, not making this shit up. Oh, wow. They have a 1776 pack. It has 1,776 cans of beer in it. That is- There's a picture of it here. Now, see, that's cool. Back of a truck. That yeah. is authentic. That's cool. That's authentic marketing. That is but so basically, cool. Basically, it was just like- Let's make the biggest beer pack you have ever seen in your goddamn Damn, life. That is a great idea. So I like, love it. So some of this stuff is spot on for their brand, right? That, right. that 99 pack. Yeah. F***ing brilliant. Right. And Something, those sold really well, apparently. Well, you know, if you think about it- And then this it, crazy thing. Right. Brilliant. No, but, but basically, again, and it's the same thing that's happening to Anchor Steam and some of these other brands. I mean, th- this is what happened to like, like the Millers, the Anheuser Bushes, the Coors of the world. When the craft category really right. started taking off in the mid 90s and right. really got its legs by 2000. Yep. All of a sudden, you would, back in the day, you would go, go in the beer aisle yep. and 90% of it was Budweiser. Bud Light, mm-hmm. Michelob, 
Miller, Miller yep. genuine draft, Miller something mm-hmm. Coors, Coors High Light, Life, and, that. and about you know Mickey's. T- yeah, ten percent of the aisle over here was Anchor Brewing, mm-hmm. Anchor Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada, yeah, and then um, Samuel Adams. Right, that was about it. Right, and that was it. That was it. Now, now, which one were you? I like the I like the Anchor scene, but I I'm not gonna lie. Like most of the time, I went for the Sierra Nevada. I feel like well, I that was that bold. Was, they had like a green like a like, do. box. Yeah. It was uh-huh. so radical. It was yeah, different. they okay, but so so anyway, so now the the that this whole category has exploded, right. and so now with the explosion, mm-hmm. all of a sudden these new consumers that are growing up that they want they don't want just one. They mm-hmm. need variety. You know, right. so this is them answering that call, you know, and they yeah. don't have to do it. They yeah. don't have to do it. But uh, I'll give you, an, you know, Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. used to just have their pale ale, green right. packaging, yep. this and that. Yep. Well, and now the, and they do the, the porter and they're out of Chico, actually. Chico, oh, OK. Yeah, Chico, California. Yeah, they do. A you porter. went to school. There. I did. Drank a lot of Sierra Nevada. I bet you did. Um, fresh, fresh out the gate. Yep. There's a, uh, and I think the guy that does has his own Tony Austin that has his design studio over in Emeryville. Mm. He, I believe, went through the Chico State program. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure he did. Anyways, he does a lot of the package design for them now. Okay. So a couple of years ago, I'm in Tahoe during the Super Bowl. I walk into this Rayleigh's, right? And I I stopped counting. I think at the, at that point. Um, I I was just kind of blown away. Sierra Nevada had 17 varietals on the shelf. Oh 17. Good God. Yeah. I mean, because on some of them, besides this sort of stuff that you're finding, like with Pabst Blue Ribbon, you got the mm-hmm. regular, right? Mm-hmm. Non-alcoholic and then a heavy and then something. But right. some of these they crap the light, brews. The light go, beer. Right. But some of the other crap brews get into all the flavor stuff, you know, right. like the pumpkin, the the lemon shandy, the right. what, well, whatever. Well, like they're doing, they're doing this hard coffee. Yeah. And well, the, and this other what was this other crap? There was another one. There was ginger whiskey mule and whiskey soda and lime. Okay, yeah. Pabst Blue Ribbon whiskey soda and lime with a big green. Yeah, I mean, just, no one's going to be God, wearing that Merc on that no. stuff. Everyone's going to go back to the iconic red, white, and blue. Yeah, and with the rollout of some of those cans that you showed me earlier, I wish that they on especially the black one. You know, one of the things that makes that design iconic is you can see the stripe. You that know, red the, stripe. Yeah, well, yeah, and you they know, lost it. They You're could right. literally do the red stripe on all of those. Yeah, and, and still have enough differentiation mm-hmm. for what they're trying to do. I agree, and it yeah. also helps that pop, right? It gives yeah. us some depth. But maybe the strategy here, and again, I'm just reading into this. Maybe they go, you know what? We don't want anything to come close to our iconic stuff that kind of got us here, which I can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't, you know, it's almost like the the school of people that got involved with that one, right? Like right. they're sitting in the bar, these bicycle messengers and stuff like that. Right. They roll out the brand. Oh, you're rolling it out to this and that. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Oh, but don't take any part of my red, white, and blue and put it over there. That's a no-no. <laughs> well, they took you the know? blue because you got to have the no, blue. No, you got to have the blue. But, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I feel like, mm, obviously, I'm not in charge of any of that crap. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> honestly, like who cares what I say? <laughs> but I, say- I got to say, like, you know, speaking Sorry. for my dead father who <laughs> yeah. drank a lot of PBR, <laughs> yeah. I think that this, this whole near beer... I- Bad idea. Bad idea. That that I yeah. would have scotched that right away. Right. And the the this low is... calorie, I mean, 
it's a bibber. It's like it's in your face. The right. one that makes sense is the is the is the heavy. Now dig right. this. You were talking about um nobody's gonna get that merch, right? Nobody's gonna get that swag or whatever, right. like for for those other flavors. Check this out. This this tattoo shop was huh. gonna give you a free t shirt. If, if you went in there and showed oh, yeah. them, because the guy who runs this shop really loves PBR, right? Now, I don't know. I don't know how much PBR you've drank. I've drank. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I put away. I don't know. Uh, I put away a few cases. Enough. I yeah. Put enough I, you away. know, yeah. I, I and was, I like it. Chill, cold. I mean, it's a good lager beer. I was I mean, in. I was in a in a band in the early two thousands. Oh, okay. And I would try, like, I would have one. <laughs> I would get a headache every time I drank one of those things to the point where it was like, I would just bring. Just, I mean, just drinking one? Just drinking one. I could just start to feel it in really? my head. It was wow. weird. Yeah. That is but, weird. So check out some of these tattoos. I mean, they're insane. And it's kind of interesting how many of them have, like, rainbow shades involved. This was, this was like a panther. But what Chewing it, on a can of PBR. Oh, I... Well, popping that, it open with his fangs with a beer spearing out. Oh, a, now I see it. Okay. Yeah, beer spilling out. And yeah. of course, he's got the, you know, rainbow shades. Okay. Now, here... <laughs> I don't... So, what do you think that is? It's a... It's a... It's a um, possum. It's a possum. It's a possum. So, so we'll have to send our listeners this link. What, what, we're, we'll what send them a link. Okay. This is on, this is on inkmag.com. Wow. And we'll send... Put this link up here. That but is... But there's a little... There's a... There's a lonesome... Man. A lonesome possum. Yeah. He's a Western kind of possum. He's... Yeah. He's, he's all rigged out for his line dance, but he's crying into his into his pibber into his pibber and then you got this one that just has a, a pretty bad rendering and then it says uh one wow. more beer then grow up wow that's wow and somebody decided to tattoo that, that on them they didn't they didn't go to the best tattoo parlor on that one no this one is one of those classic Holy. those iconic hands holding like a tarot card but instead of a tarot card it's it's a pbr it's a yeah it's a pibber yeah, with the banner kind of wow. across it, which is kind of an interesting sort of treatment, right? Yeah, they took the banner from Anchor Steam. Look, oh, there. <laughs> that's uh, Baby Yoda. There's one of Baby Yoda oh, saying, this is Baby the Yoda. way. This is the way to wow. drink the pibber. Um, okay. And then wow. we've got cheers to my grandpa. Wow, that's kind of a nice little... <laughs> he got big and, boy. Instead of a milkshake, he's holding up a PBR. That's just stupid. There's a, there's one a nice rendering I would say yeah with a with a horse so, horseshoe ring so no one it. can just take the no I, they're all doing I, interpretations which I think that's the sign of like the fandom is they're not no doing I know like that's the Wu Tang Clan sign the Wu but the inside of Wu Tang is the the PBR label right. I, I mean I see. wow there's like there's somebody who's a fan of like I listen to my Wu Tang while I'm drinking my pibber but I think we I would find you know if I had to do it I would just do the classic ribbon you know just take the ribbon thing and do that instead of right. all this goofy well there's some more rainbow glasses that's what, what I'm saying <laughs> there's okay. rainbow shades and a mullet Ra- apparently PBR they might know each other rainbow those- shades and a mullet. What's with the kinda, pork chop? That says pork chop in a can. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Somebody decided I need to put that permanently on my body. This pork per- chop in a can. That person's got a 99 can case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And here's death drinking a pibber. Sure. Looks a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's another rainbow glasses mullet. Yep. That's It's a thing. 
So I had another uh, sidebar when I was um I worked at the on the on the corner of 16th and Arkansas, right? I call it the base of Portero Hill. Okay. Okay. I'm working late one night and um I'm leaving. All right. Okay. It's about quarter to one. I mean, it's late. I'm working late. It's okay. like quarter to one in the morning. All right. And I hear some sirens right when I get up to the, the stop sign. Yeah. And I kind of slowly take a right. And now I'm looking up 15th. Yeah. And it looks like, I don't know, the old scene from Hill Street Blues. It's like cop after cop after oh, cop. I don't know. I lost All the cops. I lost co- uh, count at 10. You wow. Know? Never wow. seen that before. Wow. Almost one o'clock in the morning. And as they come by, two or three of them go past. I'm pulled over to the side. Okay. And two or three of them go. And where'd you used to play music on that part? What was that um, bar right there on the corner, right across from the park, right there? Oh, the park side? Yeah, the park side. Yeah. Okay. I'm right there. It's a four go that way. And then another four go up up another street right there. And and then some peel off. And now they're going around over to the 16th, you know, and I I can't move because they're like going all over the place. So I'm just staying there. Right. And um cuz I'm going to I'm afraid I'm going to get into something, right? So now they all kind of are up and you could see them they're all kind of going up into the Portero Hill neighborhood. Ooh. And um so as I'm sitting there, something caught my eye and here's this little like uh you know those sort of um uh, baby Yoda? No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a it's like you know the guys that have the cars that they put their lights that they're really low and the oh, low riders? Yeah. No, it's not a low rider, but it's it's um and they go real fast. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's like a Toyota. It's not a Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they're low, you know, and yeah, they're, yeah. they're tuners. Is that what they call yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this there was a guy and he he comes sliding around the corner with his lights off. Right. And comes right by me and he looks and I look at him and he's the guy they're chasing. And they're they're all the way up the hill and he kinda is looking at me and I look at him and I go, I gave him the thumbs up. <laughs> and he goes he goes down now he's going down towards towards uh third street. And he took another turn, and I, 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 I was sitting there. Oh my God, this is a high speed chase, right? And finally, you could t- watch where the sirens were gonna going, and they kind of went over here to the left, went over here to the oh. right, and I think the guy took a wrong took, but they and they, they cornered him, him because you could tell they were all in right. this one area, and get the show was over. <laughs> but it was like for a minute there, he was wow. he was out foxing everybody. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, yeah, anyways, I, that was just wow. a, a little wow. bit of a highlight there. That's, has that's nothing to do with beer. You know, maybe he was on a beer run. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got some PBR and I'm taking it. Right. You know? So, I don't know. That's, that's oh, my two cents. Right. I know. I haven't, I haven't learned anything, but, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I, I learned I'm getting thirsty. You learned you're getting thirsty. You yeah. also learned what kind of tattoos not to get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I know now, helpful. you know, if I'm going to get my drink on, there, there's no such thing as wasting your time on a 48 pack anymore. That's right. You know? Yeah. Get you a 99 pack. Get right. a 1776. Yeah, just get that. Go America. Yeah. I'm All just right. getting, you know, because, you know, driving from my house to uh, the lake and back, I don't, it's a, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, can cut, you can cut that part out. So, uh, thanks everybody for tuning yes. in to a clean up on aisle nine. Oh man! Well, okay. as always, it's fun to sit around and talk shop. It is. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe and share with your friends. And leave us a review so we can reach more awesome listeners like you.